This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 2nd, 1950. The Allies have pushed North Korean forces back across the 38th parallel. General Douglas MacArthur has demanded unconditional surrender. That wouldn't happen, and the Korean War would drag on for another three years. Something else that happened that day would last for a lot longer. For almost exactly a half century. It was a little boy walking down a street. Another boy and a little girl are sitting on a curb. The boy on the curb notices the kid walking towards them. Well, he says to the girl, here comes old Charlie Brown. As old Charlie Brown walks past, the boy on the curb says, good old Charlie Brown. Yes, sir. Now he's walked past them. He's out of sight and they're watching him walk away. Good old Charlie Brown, the boy on the curb says. And then he looks straight ahead. How I hate him. It was the first strip of a new comic by a 27-year-old World War II veteran from St. Paul, Minnesota. Charles M. Schultz, whose friends and family called him Sparky, a nickname he picked up from a horse in the comic strip Barney Google. Good old Charlie Brown. That's what he wanted to call his new strip. For a few years, he'd been drawing a single-panel cartoon called Lil Folks for his hometown paper, the St. Paul Pioneer Press. But when he sold a multi-panel idea to United Features Syndicate, they wouldn't use that name. It sounded too much like Lil Abner, which was popular at the time. They ignored Sparky's suggestion and named it Peanuts, as in Peanut Gallery, the name for the audience of the wildly popular Howdy Doody TV show. Well, maybe as in that, nobody really knows what United Features was thinking. The only sure thing about the name Peanuts is that Charles M. Schultz hated it. The strip ran from 1950 to 2000, and he hated the name Peanuts the whole time. It never grew on him. He didn't even like the word Peanuts. It's not a nice word, he once said. It's totally ridiculous, has no meaning. It's simply confusing and has no dignity. And I think my humor has dignity. He said that to label something that was going to be a life's work with a name like Peanuts was really insulting. But he was stuck. By the time he had enough pull to change the name, Peanuts was too famous. It was the most widely distributed comic strip in history, running in more than 2,600 newspapers. But Sparky did what he could. The Sunday strips, with more room for the title, came to be labeled as Peanuts, featuring good old Charlie Brown. And the animated TV specials, beginning with the groundbreaking A Charlie Brown Christmas in 1965, never had Peanuts in the title. Schultz moved to Sebastopol in 1958 and then after his studio burned down in 1966 to Santa Rosa where he lived for the rest of his life. He brought a Minnesota kid's love of winter sports to the Bay Area and he built the Redwood Empire Ice Arena in 1969. It's known as Snoopy's Home Ice. Snoopy appeared on the fourth day of the strip and he became a star in the 60s. 
What was different about Peanuts was that the kids occupied a coherent universe with real psychological depth, and adults completely on the periphery. Never seen, rarely heard from. Other comics used slapstick. Peanuts used pathos. I always end up feeling depressed. Charlie Brown. Maybe Lucy's right. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Browniest. Peanuts became an international entertainment complex with movies, TV shows, merchandise, endorsements. It grossed over a billion dollars a year. But for the Daily Strip, Schultz never even had an assistant. He did all the drawing, all the coloring, all the lettering. He had it in his contract that when he died, the strip would end. And that's what happened. Schultz had to retire because of ill health in late 1999. He always said that the strip would survive him because he worked several months ahead. And that happened too. Charles M. Schultz died at 77 on Saturday, February 12, 2000. The next day, a Sunday, his last strip appeared with a farewell letter addressed, Dear Friends. The cartoon industry had planned a surprise retirement present for him. Hundreds of cartoonists would include Peanuts characters in their comics on May 27th. That still happened, but now it was a memorial tribute for Charles M. Schultz. Not Charlie, but Sparky. Good old Sparky. How they loved him. Though Schultz would later become a hometown cartoonist, it took the Chronicle a minute to catch on to Peanuts. It didn't add the Daily Comic until it was a month old in November of 1950, and the Chronicle started carrying the Sunday strip in 1952. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.